Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Holla Black Podcast, where we will focus on building community through conversations and motivation. We believe that we are all brave leaders that need to be accountable to communicating knowledge. Welcome to another Holla Black Podcast episode, and thank you for taking your time to listen. Please subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an episode, and also share, like, and comment so that we can continue to encourage and motivate others to become better today than they were yesterday. Topic of today's podcast conversation is knowledge is the new money. Get you some. That's a that's a quote. That's a quote that I heard by Eric Thomas. Knowledge is the new money. Get you some. Knowledge, the definition of knowledge is facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education. The theoretical or practical understanding of a subject. Let's chew on that for a little bit. Let's chew on that. Let's dissect that. Matter of fact, we're going to dissect it. We're going to cook it up and we're going to dive into it. So when you know something, you can't just unknow it, right? You can't just unknow it. The idea that knowledge is power. Knowledge is power means that a person has education and complete control on his or her life by using that said knowledge, right? Educated persons can easily handle things in life. And when I say educated, I don't mean just school education. I mean street, life, experiential, whatever it might be. We're going to dive a little bit into that as well. Knowledge gives us power to the human beings to know how to control the forces of nature and use them for getting benefits. There, there was a lot said. There was a lot said right there, and I want to make sure that everyone listening receives it, right? So knowledge is power means that a person has education and a complete control on his or her life by using that knowledge. Educated persons, again, easily handle things in life. Knowledge gives us the power, gives the power to human beings to know how to control the forces of nature and use them for getting benefits. That's what we all want, right? We all want to get benefits, the benefits out of life, the opportunities that come to us. We don't want to waste them. We don't want to waste any opportunities. We want to set a timeline and we want to provide others with that same knowledge, those same boundaries. That's what we talk about every time when we're talking about communicating, when we're talking about having, um, being brave, being a leader, uh, communicating knowledge, knowledge. That's what we're talking about. Like I said, when you know something, you can't just unknow it. You can't just say, Hey, I didn't know because you did right? You got to be accountable to yourself for the information. So let's let's just think about it and dissect the, the knowledge definition for a second, right? Facts, information, skills, skills and facts and information that are acquired through experience or education or both, right? And they could be theoretical or they can be practical understanding of a subject. Whatever subject it might be, that might be the knowledge that you've acquired through, as I said, experience or education. So when we talk about facts, what are facts? What are facts? Let's make sure that everyone is settled and we know the definition of facts. Facts are things that are known or proved to be true. All right. So we got that. Facts are things that are known or proved to be true. It's pretty common knowledge, but for those of you out there that might be fighting what facts are, things that are known or proven to be true. Not not things you feel are true, things that actually are true. 
So information, right? So we broke down facts. Now information, information, facts provided or learned about something or someone, right? So information that I've gained about my wife, about my kids, about um, a person that I work with, a client, a supervisor, a staff, a team, whichever it might be, right? These are facts that are provided or learned about something or someone. And then when we talk about skills, right? Skills, the ability to do something well. He plays basketball well. He has skills on the football field. He has skills to play that instrument. They have skills to take notes in the meeting, whatever it might be. They have skills to command the crowd. They have skills to provide energy to the audience, right? It provides us an expertise. That's what the skills do. So how do you acquire knowledge? How do you acquire knowledge? Let me say that again. How do you acquire knowledge? Number one, experience. What are you doing, right? What is what is what has been shown to you? What have you went through? What are some things that you can draw back on and say, because of that, I've acquired the knowledge to move forward, right? Or to avoid a certain situation. Now, you might acquire knowledge through education, right? It may be something that was taught to you by a teacher, by another person, taught to you through the books that you either were read or went through in school, whatever you may have educationally been trained to do, whether it been a skilled trade or in the classroom, whichever it might be, right? Learn through taking action and analyzing. So the thing that no one can take from you is what you know. I mean, once you learn something and know it to be true or fact, you have to take accountability for it. You can't just say, ah, I didn't know that or, hey, um, it, it really didn't mean, I didn't mean for that to happen, especially if you knew, especially if deep down, especially if everyone else knew that you did. It's the same example as if I am speaking to my son And multiple times I've told them, don't do this, don't do that, right? And if he continues to do it, he has to take accountable, but I also have to hold him accountable for it. Same thing with my wife and myself. If she's reminded me about something and I'm forgetting about it or I wasn't paying close attention, so now it's I have to be accountable to my mistakes. I have to be accountable and learn from those experiences. Aha, now giving me knowledge. That's experience, right? Giving me knowledge. That's how I acquire knowledge. You can't unknow the truth even when you want to, right? Even when you want to, you you, you just can't unknow it. You can't say, hey, I didn't know it. No, 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 no. Hold yourself accountable, right? Man up, so to speak, right? Be the uh, better version of yourself by being accountable, putting your mind over your emotions even, putting your purpose over pleasures, putting your feelings, like pulling your feelings completely out of it and standing on what you, guess what? No. Stand on what you know. Stand on the knowledge that you have. Stand on the knowledge that you've gained and allow for others to learn from it as well. Allow your life and examples, right, to be the new standard of living for yourself. If not for anyone else, 
just for yourself. So allow your life of waking up in the morning, right? When you wake up, you make that decision. You make that determination, what your routine will be for the day, what your diet will be. If you'll go on a diet or not, you have to look in the mirror and say, it's a result. However I look is a result of the choices that I'm constantly making. And I know that I've made either poor choices or the right choices. I've either went to the gym or not. I've either ran or not. I've either decided to stay committed and be accountable to the goals that I set for myself or I haven't. You set that standard. You set that standard. You set the standard of what your belief is, how often you practice and dive into the faith aspect of your belief, how much you read, how much you don't read, whether you do or you don't. Either way, you're putting in work. You're putting in time. You're putting in experience in it. So if it's your diet, if it's your belief, if it's your values, right? What are your core values? What example are you setting? What is the standard of living that you're stand that you're uh, providing for your values? What does everyone else see them? Do they know you by those values, those belief systems? Do they see your diet? Do they see your routine? Do they know you by the time that you wake up in the morning? It's not just for boasting, right? Because you should be proud of whatever you do and whatever you're successful in. You should be proud of it. So it's not for boasting, but people should recognize you for doing that. They should know you by the things that you do, the action that takes place and the knowledge that you have. So when I think of knowledge and speak with others, I think about how we gain knowledge. I think about the application of knowledge. I think about being knowledgeable in so many areas, right? Being knowledgeable in so many areas. I think about that quote that says, the jack of all trades is a master of none. And I think about how negatively that that quote was was shared, how negatively that quote was uh, portrayed and given for so many years. And then when I found out the rest of the quote, Jack of all trades is the master of none, but the mat, but the jack of all trades is the is better than the master of one. Like, just think about that, right? The knowledge that you gain of so many different areas allows you to be relatable to other people. It allows you to stay in the conversation. It allows you to decide to develop and more experiences, right? It allows you to even grow. So those are areas that uh, when I speak and speak with others, that when we're talking about knowledge, when we're talking about how do we gain knowledge, right? What do we apply? How are we applying knowledge? And and what are what is knowledge? Like how do we uh, do? Do we just sit on one small area of knowledge, or do we expand? our knowledge, right? Do I expand my knowledge of all things faith, family, and fitness, right? How do I do those things? It leads me to, you know, something I, uh, what I like to call the cycle of knowledge, right? The cycle of knowledge. I'm going to dive in deeper. I'm going to dive in deeper. Let's go. So the cycle of knowledge, the cycle of knowledge, I like to call it are three steps. So it's almost like the recycle sign, right? That little uh, triangle with the arrows and it just kind of keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. It's number one at the top of that triangle, gain knowledge. 
gain knowledge has to be first, right? Because you can't do anything else before you gain knowledge. So gain knowledge. But number two, down to the right-hand corner of that triangle is apply knowledge. Application is key. Application is so important. It's important to building confidence. It's important to, you know, allowing yourself to become even better, right? Even more knowledgeable. And then number three, share knowledge. So on the left-hand side of that triangle, I would say share knowledge, but then it goes back to gaining more knowledge. You never stop. You never stop this cycle of knowledge. You should never stop this cycle of knowledge. I heard there's a book called Grow or Die. Grow or Die, right? Written by a gentleman that um, went, I believe he went to UGA. He um, played football, played in the NFL for the Patriots. He wrote this book, Grow or Die. So you're either continuously gaining knowledge or you're depleting yourself. You're losing, you're minimalizing yourself. You're being, you're, you're being conservative or complacent. We'll, we'll, We'll dive a little bit dive a little bit deeper into this now. So number one, when I say gain knowledge, I think about the verse in Proverbs, Proverbs 15, 14, which says the discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. Proverbs 15, 14, it says the discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. When knowledge is available and you don't seek it, then you're choosing to stay in your current situation instead of moving forward and growing. Number two, you're making a choice not to improve. So this is number two of gaining knowledge, right? So you're making a choice to not improve when you're not gaining knowledge. So again, under gaining knowledge, number two, you're making a choice to not improve making a choice to stay in your current place. And when you do that, you ultimately are waiting for the response of something negative to happen. That's what you're doing. You're just sitting there waiting. You're waiting for that negative to happen. Oh, well, there'll be rainy days and sunny days. And you're waiting if you're not making a choice to constantly improve, to consistently become better, investing in yourself, becoming better daily, monthly, annually, every single year. My buddy says all the time, he says, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in three to five years right? Put your goals out there. Find mentors or people that have done what you've done in some sort or capacity, whether it's created a business, created a six-figure business, right? Or it may not be the same industry at all. I'm sure you can find some sort of similarities that yourself and others can, uh, how you can receive more information through having conversations and building your community of knowledge. So that's number one, gaining knowledge. Number two, applying knowledge. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. When I read that or hear that, I think of knowing something and doing the complete opposite. Knowing something and doing the complete opposite. Something as simple as knowing the right thing to do the wrong thing and being surprised that the negative came from it, right? So you know the right thing to do, but you choose to do the wrong thing and then are surprised that there's a negative outcome. Like it's consequences that come from acting foolish. And I say acting because you know better. You're acting 
You're acting like you don't know better, but guess what? You do. Be accountable to that. Application is key to learning. It's ultimately how you become better through experience. The more you apply the knowledge gained, the closer you become to expert level. Everyone should be striving to reach expert level. The more you become an expert in the field that others will revere, others will look at you and say, man, that guy, that girl, they they understand what, what has to be done. They're doing all the right things. They're taking that. And if not for them, do it for yourself, right? Do it for self-pride. Now, when you speak to a subject and you have a personal experience or attachment, it actually provides more credibility, right? So when we talk about expert, you have that credibility, that credibility that builds confidence, not only in others, in your efforts or what you can do, but also in yourself. That will allow you to continue to learn more, become quicker, learn easier. And this thing that was once so difficult, that was once a first, is now something that is a regular, something that you can do just like washing your hands, just like tying your shoes. The first time you did it, you most likely had to practice. Shoelaces came unlaced. But guess what? Once you did it and continued to do it and continued to do it and continued to do it, then you became better and better and better every single time. That's application. That's application. If Kobe Bryant was to take one jump shot and then, matter of fact, if Steph Curry was to take one three-pointer in practice and then say, okay, that's it, I got it, let's go to the game, he would be terrible, he'd be trash. But guess what? I guarantee you, you can look on any um, interviews, any videos of him. This guy is practicing day and night to perfect his shot, to get better and better, and now he's able to have fun because guess what? It's easy. He learns quicker. How do I move here? How do I move there? How do I get my shot up quicker? That's, That's knowledge. That's application. Of knowledge. So that's number two, applying the knowledge. Number three would be sharing the knowledge, sharing the knowledge. I think about the uh, scripture that says in in Psalm 19, 2, it says that day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. Knowledge isn't for us to just hoard, right? It isn't for us to just keep to ourselves. The way we become knowledgeable and grow others is by sharing it which is exactly what we hope to stir and do with this podcast, right? That's the whole purpose and reason for Holla Black. Like, I hope that my son, my nephew, my cousins, my friends, my family members, right, are hearing that these are some of the conversations that we're having, right, when we may be in a group of four, I may be in a one-on-one conversation that I want to share because I understand the importance behind the information that I'm gaining, And I want to share because I want to help others become better. Like that should be as as you help others become better. Guess what? You actually help yourself become better. I once heard Denzel Washington say, it's selfish for me to want you to be great. It's selfish because it makes me feel good that I knew that I helped you become great. So giving and providing information, right, that will allow for others to just think differently, develop differently. And know that they have options that are more than their current situation. I I can guarantee you most of the individuals that grow up that aren't wealthy, that don't have everything, or the same for the people that do grow up wealthy, right, and have everything, 
In order to develop differently, you have to gain more knowledge. You have to gain more knowledge. You don't just come in, come out the gate with um, a vast uh, piece of knowledge or amount of knowledge in you. You actually have to continuously learn and continuously go through it, right? When we say knowledge is power, it's because knowledge allows you to be relatable. It allows you to have empathy. It allows you to have sympathy. It allows you to lead others better with the understanding of where they are, who they are, and what they need to know. Let's set a standard. Let's set a standard for those that are watching you. But more importantly, as I said earlier, let's set a standard for yourself. Set a standard to seek knowledge for personal goals to be better, whether it be like for myself, faith, family, fitness. Those are my personal goals to be better daily. My personal goals daily for me to be better and seek knowledge in faith, family, and fitness. That's the reason I journal. That's the reason I um, meditate. That's the reason I read some word. That's the reason that I pray, right? Whether it's with my family, with my kids, whatever. That's the re- But the family aspect, right? The whole reason why I stress for uh, uh, parents to, you know, if you can take your kids to school or drop them off or spend that one-on-one time with them sometime throughout the day, that's that's developing that relationship. That's more than just giving them things. That's giving them your time, right? Fitness, that's personal for me, right? And hopefully it's personal for everyone else out there because fitness is a way that we can continue to work at optimal, I mean, prime, prime, prime capacity, right? That's what we want to do. So my professional goals or professional goals that I would suggest we should seek knowledge for should be our past, right? So professional goals and past learned experiences, some that were good, some that were bad. Pretty sure you worked at a place that wasn't the best, wasn't your favorite place to work at, but guess what? You learned something from that, right? From that experience, learned experience, past, current things that you're going through or others might be going through. There's opportunities for you to take positive things away from it, right? You to see what are current things that others are going through or yourself and take positive things away. But then also look at professional goals in the future, right? Desires and plans. Do what you can do now for the future you depends on the today you. I love that quote. I love that quote. I heard that. I can't remember where I heard it. I think it was on YouTube or somewhere where I was listening to a motivational video, or it may have even been in one of the books that I'm reading. But do what you can do now for the future you depends on the today you. So think about that. Sit on that for a second. Chew on that for a second. The person you in the future They're depending on you today to do the things to get you to your future, to get you to the place that you want to be. You'll never know everything. You may know a little about a lot, but when you know it all, well, that's most of the time when you stop learning, right? Certain examples that come to mind are technology, like cell phones, computers, even the way we communicate is just so different. I mean, whether it's texting or, you know, messaging or whichever it might be. Another example might be money, right? Like a lot of people are experiencing an um, increase in cryptocurrency or other forms of payment, investing or funding to keep up or become successful. You need to learn new ways. Again, continuing building knowledge. Another example that comes to mind are just the ways to learn. Instead of just reading, you can podcast, audiobooks, search on YouTube, 
social media, take a class online, become a student to a coach virtually. So many opportunities that the world has become a library that you don't need a card for. Think about that. The world has become your library, right? In the past, we needed a library card to go check out a book, to gain some more knowledge, to read some more. Everything was based around reading. Guess what? Right now, you don't have to do that anymore. There's more audio books than ever. There's more motivational videos. There's more videos on things on YouTube, right, that you can do. So people, mentors, friends, Another other ways to learn social groups like etc. There are endless ways that you can learn endless ways that come to mind that you can gain knowledge. So when you take action, you avoid missing opportunities to become better. You avoid becoming complacent. Take action one more time. The keys are to follow the cycle and to continue to, number one, gain knowledge, number two, apply knowledge, number three, share knowledge, and go right back to number one, gain knowledge, apply knowledge, share knowledge, gain knowledge, apply knowledge, share knowledge. Those are the three things that I'm so grateful and so thankful that I've been able to have conversations with uh, people in my circle that allow for me to gain just a little bit more insight into how to be more knowledgeable and how to become a better person. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for the time spent sharing on how you, how you can gain more knowledge of the things controlled by you. Now, we have a desire to build community and mindset through conversations and results. Like I said today, knowledge is the new money. Get you some. Please subscribe, share, like this podcast to family, friends, co-workers, mentees, or mentors. Join us weekly as we continue to be brave, share leadership that's accountable to communicating knowledge to the world. One episode at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite host and MC, Ronnell Blackman. Aspire to inspire and remember that it's about more than me. So as we conclude, Holla Black, thank you for joining us. And remember to be better today than you were yesterday. Holla Black.